Welcome to the Anchor Church Podcast. To learn more about Anchor Church, go to www.anchorchurch.life. I was watching a basketball game yesterday. This is how kind of God works and moves in different ways. Uh, I was watching a basketball game. I was getting my hair cut, and the basketball game was on at the, at the haircut place, and um, couldn't hear the TV, but I'm reading the subtitles, so the, the closed captionings, you know, and, uh, which is not fun, you know, because I don't know if you ever watch a live sporting event, but the, the, whoever does that is, you know, it's like they're try, trying to keep up, but they can't, and they mess the words up occasionally. But there was this play where a basketball player uh, had the ball stolen from him, and uh, the uh, a person who stole it from him, the player ran or went and did a, I don't know what you call it, a layup. I know football a whole lot better than basketball. Stole the ball, went down the court, and did a layup. But the guy who had the ball stolen from him uh, fouled the guy really hard. And I don't think he made the layup, but uh, he was obviously very angry that the ball was stolen from him. And I'm reading the, sub, the subtitles, the closed captioning, and it says... Uh, the announcer, or the, the color commentary was talking about it and said, you know, often when, you, when we look at uh, these intentional fouls, when we look at these texts because the guy got a technical foul, when we look at these technical fouls, uh, it's often, if you look at the stat sheet, you often notice very subpar statistics. And it's usually because uh, they're not playing well and they're not happy. And so when something like that happens, the ball's stolen from you, you're unhappy, and so you run down the court and you, you intentionally foul somebody because you're frustrated, you've had a hard game, you're not playing the way that you thought that you'd be playing. Uh, but he said very, very often, it's subpar stats, they're having a bad day, and so that's why intentional fouls or texts happen. And then he said this, which resonated with me, and he said this, he said, unhappy players make technical fouls. And I thought about what I was planning on talking about with you today and how that really kind of correlates because we're talking about just in life. Uh, We make mistakes that are either intentional or unintentional. And often the ones that are intentional can be completely, uh, we can can completely, don't have to do those things, but we make them in a time where we're in a crisis, where we're filled with anxiety, where we're unhappy, uh, and we, we make technical fouls in our life. And so I want to talk specifically just about that today and how in 2020, when we're looking at our year, how there's a great opportunity for us to be able to approach a lot of different decisions and a lot of different things. There are, there are intentional fouls in our life and there are unintentional fouls. And I want to walk us through how we can start to make better decisions through both of those. And that's what we're talking about today. And I'm excited about uh, just this opportunity. But um, I, I don't... I don't hear from you guys a lot. Earlier, I thought I made a good joke, and you didn't think it was funny, and so, um, so that's helping there to be able to have that, because I know that you're there, because I don't know if you've seen it or heard it before, but these bright lights, sometimes you can't see very well, uh, so, so it's nice to know that you're there. So today, I want to I set it up with this. We have this, this, this thing today. In 2020, I want you to be able to say yes. I actually heard somebody say this one time. Um, often in a, in a, in a response to, um, a, in a, like a technical foul way, like their life isn't going the way that it was or uh, just got broken up with and so I'm devastated. So I'm saying yes to everything. You ever, heard, you ever met somebody that does that? Like, you know what? I, I, I say no a lot and so instead I'm just switching. I'm just gonna say yes to everything. I, I met a guy that was uh, gone through a breakup and he's like, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying yes to everything from now on. And so uh, don't do that, Okay. But in 2020, I want you to say yes. 
So you have to say yes now so I know you're there. Okay, great. All right, three, two, one. Three, two, one. It's still not great, but okay, I'll take it. You, you said yes today and being here, by the way, because the weather is amazing outside, and that's where everybody else is right now. They, they, they're enjoying the weather somewhere. I don't know what happened, but uh, they didn't call us, and so you, I'm glad that you said yes to be here today. Um, but I also want you to say no, all right? So, so I want you to say yes in 2020, but I also want you to say no. So three, two, one. Okay, so don't say yes to everything. You do need to say no to some things. But I do want you to say yes, and I want you to say no. And I want you to say it with full intention, and I want you to understand what I'm talking about. And, uh, and, and I have a verse here. Uh, the first verse we have is in, in the book of Matthew. And it says this, Matthew chapter 5, verse 37. It says, but let your word yes be yes and your no be no. Anything more than this is from the evil one. We were doing a family devotion the other day, and this verse uh, is what we went through and what we came up with. And, um, and, and, the, and I was trying to explain to the kids what this meant. There was a couple different things we kind of came up with. And then it resonated with me throughout the rest of the week. And so I wanted to be able to talk to you today about being able to say yes and allowing it to be a yes and your no to be a no. And we could talk about saying yes and no all uh, all day long, but what does that even mean? What are we trying to talk about? I want you to take a look at Philippians chapter four with me, verse eight. It's one of my favorite Bible verses. There's a lot here. Like you could probably pack a whole month's uh, worth of sermons into this one verse. There's times where I, I even forget that this is one verse. I'm like, oh, what's, those, what's the, the line of verses in Philippians that talks about this? It's only one verse and it's really good. I, if, I, if I could, I would print this out and hand it to you so that you could put it up on your mirror, that you could see it every single day because this should be your lens. We're talking about 2020, having great 2020 vision and being able to see great things in 2020 for you, your family, for your coworkers, for your workplace. Everywhere that you go, Philippians 4.8 should be ingrained into your mind. It's putting on this lens. We talked about uh, over the couple, last couple of weeks, the little thing that, uh, it's funny, I have an eye doctor friend. I was like, hey, what's the little, th- the, when you go and in, in in the thing, that you, and he's like, he came up with this word, and I was like, yeah, that. I don't remember what that's called, but it's on the, it's on the front of your, of your worship guide, that machine, that thing that you look through when you go to the eye doctor. He was not happy with me for not knowing what. I was like, hey, I've never really had my eyes checked before, and he, he even really was upset about that. Um, but Philippians chapter four, verse eight, I'm telling you, let your yes be yes, let your no be no. I want you to say yes in 2020. I want you to say no in 2020. Here's the test. Here's the, here's the lens that I want you to see everything that you do through, all right? Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, if there is any praise, dwell on these things, it's think on these things, it's talk on these things, it's act out on these things. It is anything, any action, any verb that you can put in there in place of dwell, that's what I want you to do. On social media, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there's any moral excellence, if there is any praise, then Facebook, Instagram, tweet, whatever, on these things. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, if there's any moral excellence, if there is any praise, take these things with you to work Monday through Friday. 
Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, lovely, commendable, if there's any moral excellence, if there's any praise, then speak to your kids in this way. You get the point, you get the picture. This is what you should be saying yes to. I'm saying yes to whatever is true. I'm gonna say yes to whatever is honorable in the Lord's eyes. I'm gonna say yes to whatever is just. I'm gonna stand up for the things that are just in the Lord's eyes. I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna act out on whatever is pure in the Lord's eyes. Yes, I'm saying yes to these things. Yes, I'm gonna do whatever is lovely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step out and I'm gonna be that extension of generosity, of that loveliness, of that care that the Lord has. I'm gonna do whatever's commendable. I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna defend somebody. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help bring somebody up. I'm gonna be able to, to help this person because this is a commendable thing in the Lord's eyes. So I'm gonna say yes to this. If there's any moral excellence, if there's anything that is taking me away from the Lord, if there's anything that is distracting me, if there's anything that is taking me away from a growing relationship with Jesus, then I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna say no to those things and I'm gonna say yes to growing in relationship with Jesus. I forgot what I was saying there for a second. Don't get me wrong. Do you get what I'm saying? That's, that, that, yeah, that's to say yes in 2020. Do you get what I'm saying? Thank you. All right, cool. If there's any praise, if there's any way to, for me to celebrate the things that Jesus is doing in that person's life, in that person's life, because, you know, sometimes we kind of look at people and we think, man, that's not right. That's not fair that they got this and I don't, ha I don't have that or they have. Why is that? No, hey, pray, praise the Lord that they are, are going through a time where, where, where they are, are, are receiving something that maybe, maybe you haven't received before. You know what, praise the Lord that, that we get this or that I have this opportunity or whatever the case may be for that person or me or whoever. I'm gonna say yes to these things. But I want you to be able to say no to the opposite as well. So whatever is not true, I'm gonna say no to that. Whatever is not honorable. You know what? In this one area of my life, I know that this is not the honorable thing to do, so I, I'm, I am not going to do that. I'm, I'm saying no to that. Whatever is not just. I know that I have been treating these people unfairly. I know that I'm going through a period even where I'm hurt, but I, and I, you know what happens with hurt people? They hurt people. So you know, I'm gonna put an end to that. I'm gonna stop hurting people. I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna say no to being unjust. You know what, I haven't been pure in this area of my life and so I'm gonna cut that and I'm gonna, I'm gonna start being more pure. I'm gonna do the, do the, I'm gonna do the lovely thing. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna be ugly to people. I'm not, gonna, I'm, not going to, I'm not gonna talk about people the way that I've been talking about people because that, that's, that's not a lovely thing to do. Imagine if somebody was saying the exact same thing that you said about somebody else but they were saying it about you how would you feel, right? That's like the golden rule, right? Do unto others as they would do unto you. So think about these things. Think about, think about what is lovely. And I'm gonna say no to not being lovely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no to not being commendable. I know that if, if, if my neighbor found out about this, that it would not be a commendable thing. Or if my, my spouse found out about this, that this would not be a commendable thing. If, if this one person found out about that, that I'm, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that. I'm, I'm not gonna do that anymore. If there's any moral excellence, or, 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 or what was the opposite of moral excellence? Uh, unexcellence? You get the point, right? I, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say no to, to, to not being able to worship in the moment that I should be worshiping in. And I'm gonna give God the praise. So it's saying no to the things that we know that we should say no to, 
and saying yes to the things that we should say yes to. And if you never, if you ever get confused on what those things should be, Philippians 4.8 is gonna help you through that. And I think that sometimes we have these new shirts over at Anchor Kids. They're called, uh, or they're called, not called anything, but they, they say, um, uh, don't worry, we got this. And that word worry, I remember one time I was, I was speaking to my former pastor and I was like, man, I was, do you ever worry about it? He said, you know what, I don't ever worry. And it made me, I was like, dang, you're right. I shouldn't, I, there's, I shouldn't have to worry. There's plenty of, there's plenty of reasons in, in scripture for, for me not to worry, but I, I worry about a lot of different things. And I think about worry and I think about anxiety and I know that anxiety is at a high rate in our country. I don't know if you know that, but it's at a high rate. And there's a lot of different factors. I'm not gonna get into all the factors of why we worry so much. But I'll give you a reason why we shouldn't worry. And it's Jesus. And I want you to shift that lens in your life. Like sometimes we just, we drop the worry lens in and that's all we can see through. And sometimes we drop this lens in and that's all we can see through. And I want you to be able to shift your lens. I want you to be able to see things a little bit differently with the, with the lens of Philippians 4.8, really, is, is the way that I'm acting out on these things, how can, I, how can I flip that lens and be able to see the Lord a little bit more clearly? So, so maybe your finances aren't the way that you want them to be. You know, you, you thought, you know what, at year end 2019, I thought that I would be here and I'm not here. The job that I'm in, I've been waiting on that promotion, it hasn't happened. I'm stuck in the job that I w- really never thought I was going to be doing. Whatever the case may be, financially, you're just not where you wanna be. Instead of focusing, having that lens in of the unjust or whatever, the, whatever you're looking at that as, flip it back up to the Philippians 4.8 lens and be able to focus in on all that is good. Remember, the people that get technical fouls are the unhappy ones. So when, if we're gonna do anything that is unmorally or anything that is not the way that the Lord would want it, it's probably gonna be in a place of unhappiness. But we talked about happiness and joy a couple months ago and how there's a difference between happiness and joy. And joy can be found in the Lord. And so again, if we're focusing on all that the Lord has been able to provide for us, we're gonna have joy. We're gonna experience joy. Happiness is fleeting. It can be gone from one, one moment to the next. But we can focus, shift, shift the focus, and instead of worrying about the things that we really can't change at the moment, I can focus on the fact that I'm actually alive right now and I'm healthy. So that's, that's a lens shift. I'm taking, out, I'm taking this out and I'm gonna put this right back in and I'm gonna dwell on these things. Maybe that you had a relationship. I talked about a relationship falling apart and how my friend was like, you know, I'm just saying yes to everything. Not healthy, don't do that. Say no sometimes, but... Instead of focusing on the fact that you've been heartbroken, that you're in, in that relationship that fell apart, you can actually look at the fact that there is a God who loves you and who cares about you, and, and, and he's, really ever, he's gonna care way more about you than, than, this is talking about God, God's gonna care way more about you than that person ever could. That's a lens shift. Uh, maybe you're just in a pattern of sin. You just fall into this thing. It's the normal thing. Uh, that's just the way that it goes, and you almost have just passed it off and saying, you know what, this is just how I am, and that's how I'm gonna be. But you can f- flip the lens and realize that there's a Savior that it can help you get through this. Jesus can help us through that. It's that lens shift that I want you to be able to do. In 2020, say yes to the people who lead you, who can lead you and, and do uh, a great deal of change in your life. That's why we set up our anchor groups so that we can introduce you to more people that are gonna walk beside you and link arms with you and help you uh, go through some of life's difficult hurdles and, and obstacles. 
Uh, I, I think about uh, our, our anchor groups and how they are built in the, in the idea that they are uh, not exclusive, they're inclusive. There's people waiting there to do life with you. The same thing with our setup crew, our setup and our, and our different teams that, that help with a lot of different things around Anchor Church. The Anchor Kids crew, that's a team. They care about each other. They're linking arms with one another. Our setup crew of, of guys that, that, that are here in the morning setting things up, that's a, that's a crew. Care about each other. Talk and know what's going on in each other's lives. First impressions crew, they care about each other. Linking arms with one another. Asking how each other's things are going, whatever's going on in our lives. But we, we go even deeper in our groups. And so Anchor Church exists to help love and lead one another with the hope of Jesus and so we want to be able to do that. We want to step in and help you. And so the only way that you do that is to flip that lens and allow people to lead in your life that need to be leading and take away, say no to the people that are tearing you down. You know you have people that tear you down, right? There's always that one person that you talk to who, like you, you tell them about some of the things that you're disgruntled about at work or with this person or whatever, and they're like, yeah, that person's terrible. Like, you get into this back and forth and like it doesn't solve anything. You're just kind of gossiping and, and, and tearing other people apart. But somebody else in your life that's gonna help lead you, be like, you know, I'm sorry that you're going through that. You know, I had somebody that did the exact same thing to me. And this is what I did. Again, that's, that's dwelling on the right things. It's the Philippians 4.8 lens that you need to switch to. But here's the biggest thing. We could say yes we could say no, we can dwell on these things, we could take this thing out of our life, we could try to cut that portion of that life away from us. But the biggest thing that we need to do is actually take action on all these things. I don't know if you've ever been to a church service before, you're like, you know what, that is me, I do that, I need to cut that out, I need to stop that, I'm not doing that anymore. And you're like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore, I feel good, church was good this week. And then you walk out the door, and then Monday, Tuesday comes, and you fall right back into whatever it is that you said you weren't going to do anymore, right? It happens to me all the time. And I'm teaching it. But the thing that you have to do is actually take action. You say you're going to join a gym in 2020? Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. You said yes, but until you join the gym, you haven't really joined the gym. You know what I mean? So when you say yes, there's some action that applies as well. I'm not just talking about the gym. Some of you are like, man, he knows me. <laughs> he knows that I was gonna do the gym this year. No, it's not that. It's all areas of your life that you have said yes to something. It always has an action that follows through or is a follow-up. And it's even when you say no. No, I'm not gonna be around those people anymore. And then you find yourself around those people. So that's where that verse comes back. You need to let your yes be yes and let your no be no. So if you're saying yes, act on it. If you're saying no, act on it. That's the only way that this will ever uh, be any way for you to be successful with the Philippians 4.8 lens. You have to take action. Changes are made when we take action on decision. Yes, yes, yes means yes, and no means no. So today, what is your action step? What are you going to do? What are you saying yes to in 2020 through that lens? What are you going to be saying no to in 2020 through that lens? And where's your action step? That's what I want to pray for right now. We're going to 
receive communion here in just a moment, but I'm gonna pray for you before we get into that. And then we'll get into the rest of that and we'll be, we'll be out of here. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in the lives of all the people here. We've got people here that have never been here before. We've got people that have been here since day one. So Lord, I thank you for bringing everybody here together today. This may be the only time that we are all together in this room ever again. But you have brought us to this place today specifically for a reason. Lord, this is the last Sunday in January. And I hope that that's a reminder to us of all the things that we said that we're gonna change about ourselves this year. Have we already fallen? Maybe we didn't mean to do it. Maybe we, maybe we did do it on purpose or as a, as a technical foul. It was intentional. Lord, I pray that you would be able to wrap our minds back to work, back to you. The heart of communion is for us to be able to examine ourselves. So Lord, I pray that we'd be able to examine ourselves right now and realize through the words of Paul in Philippians 4, that lens that we should be thinking and acting on, where can I say yes? And how do I take that step into action? And where should I be saying no? And how do I take that step into action? Lord, I pray that you would be able to reveal those things to us. Lord, I pray today if there's anybody in the room that doesn't know you as Savior, that would say, Jesus, I, I need you in my life. I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I make mistakes, whether they're intentional or unintentional. I'm not perfect. But Jesus, I know that you are, and I know that you died on the cross for my sins. And I know that you came back to life three days later to save me from my sins. There's anybody in the room that would say, you know what, I have never confessed with my mouth and I, I do believe in my heart, but I've never confessed with my mouth that they would be able to pray today to receive you as Savior and let that life change really start to happen. If that's somebody's step today, Lord, to say yes to you, and that next action step is to be able to pray a prayer that says simply something like this, Jesus, I need you in my life. I know that I'm not perfect. And I know that you came to this earth to rescue me. So Lord, come into my life. I'm ready to receive you and experience all that you have to offer. I love you. And thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in the hearts of all of us. Show us the steps that we need to take to make these words, yes and no, in action. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more messages like this one.